Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go. Welcome to, uh, to this special edition, this real uh, playoff uh, CFB edition of Two Guys in a Mic. I'm one of your hosts, Ron Pierce, better known as RP. And I'm your other host, Big Sean. Hope everyone is enjoying their evening. Well, As I know that morning. we are enjoying our evening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely enjoying our evening. Enjoying it's technically time. morning now, but we're enjoying our, our, our Ohio State victory. Yeah, listen. Now tell me this though, Sean, for real, because I put it on my Facebook page. But bro, was that first game boring as hell or not? I, I, I was. Oh, the the Notre Dame game. Yeah, I was legitimately trying to have interest. It was hard to have interest, bro. Once once Man, I was sleep on the second quarter. I took a nap. Yeah, once <laughs> once 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 Alabama went up fourteen, I was like, it's over. Like, yeah, that was not- it. Yeah, I was I was going to see if Notre Dame was going to at least attempt to be competitive and make a game out of it. And like you said, once they went up fourteen nothing, I was I was like, let me go ahead and take a nap so I'm I'm nice and fresh and spry for the Ohio State game. <laughs> I'm about to be spry for the game. <laughs> spry, exactly. That's yeah, old I, people talking. I was, old man. Maybe I was these late nights, late night games, and it ain't like how I used to be. <laughs> Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, those young uh, spring chickens like we used to be, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we actually gotta, you know, gotta prepare for some of these games. I actually was so angry at a certain point in that game, that first game, because I was like, God dang, I still gotta wait for this game. Why, why would this be the damn middle game? Like, why would this be the primetime game? I literally. That's why. I not only have to eat, I also have to make sure that when I eat, that my eating keeps me awake and I'm not going to go to sleep after this. Like, it, right. you're, you're absolutely right. I think you're not the only person that had to go through that, where you have to just decide, man, do I want to take a nap? Now, that first game was awful. And we knew you, this is why we probably need six teams, first of all. And that's uh, why so that, it was the early game because you don't want that game in prime time. I mean, right? I know why was twenty point favorite. Yeah, yeah. I know why it was. I know why it was. But god dang, from three o'clock to about five o'clock, I was legitimately like, "Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do with myself?" Like right. I started. Playing, everybody was talking uh, about how Ohio State didn't deserve to be in, but nobody talked about how Notre Dame really didn't deserve to be in there. Listen, anybody. Anybody, including Dabo Sweeney, who thinks that Ohio State didn't deserve to be in, is an idiot and a hater. They were just hating. Screw Dabo Sweeney. How did that taste, you son of a bitch? Yeah. Talked all that trash about how we didn't deserve to be in there. It's going to be a quick study. You know, he didn't really have to act like he didn't have to prepare because when we played six games and when they did the coaches poll, he's going to vote Ohio State number 11. Just being a complete jerk an asshole, let alone some of the other things he had to say about, you know, when his players were kind of standing up for some social justice issues, he kind of had some negative things to say, you know, about that. More so, um, too, about the Kaepernick thing, you know, some years ago. But, you know, and some of his comments really didn't sit well with me. And really, um, some of them didn't sit well with his players either, but because he's Dabo Swinney, he's won you know, national championships, they kind of swept that kind of under the rug and, you know, and kind of squashed it. But I really haven't liked him really since then. Then his comments about Ohio State made me not like him even more. So screw you. How did that taste? What was the final score? 49-28? It really should have been more. We were fooling around. We should have. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if, 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 uh, you know, Justin didn't get his his hand tipped in the beginning of the third we could have scored a touchdown there. That would have been another. That what was that fifty six. So right it, to me, to be yeah, honest, around sixty. I, I feel like uh, you know, Chad, he won his fourth. Uh, Dabo, tell me how my ass tastes. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. You was talking all that shit. You was giving Thank us so cash money. And I said this, I said this earlier in the season, or excuse me, I'm sorry, not earlier in the season, but I said this about Dabo. I said, he's only saying this kind of stuff because he fears us. Because last year, we went from being a team that got blew out by, by his team to a team that really got job. We got job last year. Uh, you know, in that in that in that uh semifinal game. We got job. We should have been in a championship game, but we, we weren't gonna get there because the referees made sure that we weren't gonna get there. The referees were awful. And I know I hate We also have some missed opportunities too. But we had some missed opportunities. You still got to show up. You still have to play a certain kind of way. And the big games, you still have to do it. So uh, I don't want to put it all on the refs. But those refs, and if you go back and look at that game, those refs were, were really, really bad. Uh, you know, we saw, we saw interceptions. We saw... Actual catches that they call not catches. It, it, it was a it was a it was a tough game. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, it, it was it was, it was an bad. Ohio State fan. It was a tough game. So, having said all of that, we come into this game this year, and let's be honest. I, and I'll be even more honest because I picked us to lose this game, not because I thought we would lose. I I wasn't sure. Uh, defensively what we would show up with because we haven't played a complete game to be honest against a uh, a stand-up opponent yet still happening and again that's what happens when you only play four or five games right so we have not shown up and then we have not played a complete game defensively and offensively and that's what I was worried about I was completely and totally worried about that. Uh, today, uh, the guys actually did both. Justin showed up today. Oh, um, most definitely. Huge uh, the, play, the, the play calling was incredible today. These guys did every. Here's and, and now, if you got, if you guys go back, please God, go back and and listen to one of my rants uh, in our last show. And Sean, Sean will back me up on this. One of my rants was, Ryan Day, I need you to call a great game because these guys going to do what you tell them to do. You got to call the right game. And guess what Ryan Day did? Ryan Day called a great game today. He called an a awesome beautiful game. game. I was really, I was really, really surprised at the efficiency of the offense. Yeah. And you know, how yes. he called this game, man, from beginning to end. Game. He called a great game. Like, everything I think, that, too, it was maybe awesome. Master T having that concussion may have forced his hand to run Trey Sermon the way he did today, too. Because at first, I thought he was like, oh, you know, he decided to go exclusive with Trey Sermon. Then I then they said later in the game that uh, Master T had a concussion and was out. But see, and that's the lack of coverage that this game has gotten, man. Like, there's been absolutely no hype or buzz coming listen, into this game. Like I had no idea that Master T was not I playing. didn't know either. I, I I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying on that one because I didn't know either. I didn't know that he wasn't going to play. And, you know, we just did our show. Uh, today is Friday. We just did our show a day and a half ago. We didn't have right. any idea that, uh, that uh, Master T wasn't going to play. Now, having said that, I'll tell you this. Uh, watching Trey, and we text during the game, uh, watching Trey all season, and I know our season was only about five games or so, but watching Trey all season and then watching him in these last two games, I text Sean, uh, and I'm just saying this for the, for the folks that are listening, I text Sean and I said, yo, my man looked comfortable as hell right now. It looks like right. everything is – he's coming out of the backfield, whether it's uh, for a screen pass or whether it's, you know, for him to block, whatever, you know, if it's an RPO, he just looks comfortable now. He doesn't right. look like he was trying. finishing runs today. 
Yeah, was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this dude, he was getting like That's six, seven talent. every pop. He was getting like six or seven every pop, bro. Right. He was he was hitting holes. And then hitting guys in the holes. Like, it was so good to see. It was... When I tell people, you know, this kind of thing, Ohio State is a... We are three... Uh, yards in a cloud of dust. We really are at the end of the day. So we always love our running backs. That we always love our running backs. Tell me I'm wrong about this. No, you're absolutely right. We love our running backs. So this was the first year that I probably was like, mm, I don't know who these guys really going, you know, who's going to be the guy. And I knew we got old boy from from Oklahoma, Trey, uh, Trey Sermon, and, but I wasn't, you know, completely blown away by him. And yeah, I still know he was a solid back. But, I knew he was a good back, and I thought and I thought that I, we would lean on him early because of his experience. Right, and they did. right, right. You know, I guess maybe because you really didn't and have. That's what I thought too. The offseason. Him being kind of a kind of a fifth year senior red shirt guy, I felt like you know him coming in it would have helped the the, the running game. Uh, you know, Master Teague is very he's not fast. He's not fast at all. He's just kind of a heavy running guy. He's just your your north south. I'm going you know grab the ball and I'm just going to plow forward. He's your shifty guy, Trey is. Trey's your shifty guy. He's the guy who's going to get you uh, three or four yards more because he's a little bit shiftier. I think his eyes right. are a little bit better. And I've been saying that all year, but we haven't seen it until these last two games. What we're watching right now, to be completely and totally honest, is – Let's, I, I'm gonna be honest. It's it's way more than I expected to get out of Tracer. What I've seen out of this dude in the last two games, I didn't expect to get this out of Tracer. Yeah, this, this dude has had like 500 yards. And, God dang! And, and, right, that's crazy. God dang, bro! He went from barely, you know, being at four yards a carry to basically being uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Right. Like, in two games. That's how incredible this dude has been. But I'll tell you something else. I got to give some kudos to that uh, offensive line. Uh, these gentlemen have just slowly pieced together a really solid situation that sets up well for Justin Fields. Uh, it's set up well. And they ain't even had one of their main guys today either. But this offensive line just set up really, right. really well. They played fantastic. And really, this was a, a team yeah. win in the, in the best sense of the, of the term. It was a team win. You know, from every, every aspect of the game, um, of the team, rather, perform well and you can see how much more comfortable Justin Fields was today because he had his full complement of receivers. Yeah. It kind of, kind of reminds me, you know, look how Baker Mayfield looked last week. Right. He didn't have his guys. That's the same right. way Justin Fields looked against Northwestern when he didn't have his guys. Today he was in complete right. command of the offense, made smart decisions for the most part. He had a couple questionable throws here and there, but I'm not going to nitpick with that. Justin right. Fields had what five touchdowns today or was it six? Uh, six. It was six touchdowns today. It was crazy. Um, six. He had a crazy accurate on his deep throws. Came back. He took, took a massive bro, hit before halftime. Bro, he was um, taking Came high. back and threw a touchdown pass after pretty much having his spine torn in half. I didn't think he was going to be able to come back. So, shout out to Destin Field for, for showing that some dude, serious toughness. Listen, that guy took a took a spear basically a, a bill goldberg right. spear he took right. a bill goldberg spear got up well walked off the field came back and threw a touchdown after taking a bill goldberg spear with a helmet on and limped off the field 
And shout out to the quarter zone shot that he got at halftime. <laughs> now, we can't confirm shout that he took one. Right, shout out to quarter zone. We love quarter zone. <laughs> we can't confirm that, but the way that he looked still in the second half, you know, no, he had he to was, take no, some. I want to give a shout out to Ryan Day that I played calling as well after he got hurt. Changed it up a little bit. Shorter throws. So he didn't have to extend too much. Picked his time. Wanted to go deep. Um, also started focusing on the run more in the second half. I mean, you're going to do that anyway because you want to run some clock. But I think he was protecting his quarterback too. So definitely smart play calling by Ryan Day. But, um, but those are the things that, like to me, when I say making certain adjustments, you just got to gotta do what's necessary at that particular time. Ryan Day and, 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 you know, my criticism against him going into uh, this game was, I need you to make an adjustment. I need you right. to do something that you haven't done yet, sir, because we've seen you do this. We've seen you play this way. We've seen you. Now I need you to understand that, man, you know, we need to win this game and here's how we need to win this game. And maybe you need to make an adjustment because Dabo is coming for you. That's sure what I was. Kept I said, Dabo is coming for you. And he's talking shit in your face, letting you know I'm coming for you. So again, go back to the show on our midweek take and that's what I kept saying. I'm not against, trust me, I'm not against Ohio State ever. I just wasn't sure if we were going to be able to respond because our defense has not been great all year. And I'll be honest with you, today I saw something, uh, I said something in our last show. Today I saw something that made me even more staunch in that position. Sean Wade is it's not necessarily a uh, All-American. I don't know why they given this guy All-American status. He didn't look that He's great. Terrible. Um, Sean Wade, whatever you, whatever you smoke or consume before the game, please stop. <laughs> I mean, you look absolutely awful. I, I I didn't see where anybody should be like afraid of this dude. I didn't. See, I I've right. never seen why. Uh, you know, like he was playing on like, roller skates. Man. I mean, he, but he listen, bro, right to me. you can't play up on a guy, and then release the guy. Like if you're gonna play up on him, play up on him. Right. But he don't he have. Like, he seems he like to me the type of guy he bought into his own hype. And, you know, he thinks he's better than what he is and that he doesn't have to work anymore, you know, to get better. He doesn't have to improve. That's the way he plays. Like, he's right. I think that's what it is. And God forbid if he gets picked in the top 13 of uh, of the draft. So now, guess what? Whoever whoever drafts this guy, y'all going to get a guy that thinks that he's you know, really he's good. Right now, he's not going to get picked in the top 150. Uh, and God forbid, um, and we're not going to get too much into this because we, you know, we'll do this on our midweek show next week, preview the game with Alabama. But, you know, God forbid, you cannot have him on Devontae Smith. Uh, oh, hell Alabama. no. You can't. There's no way in the world. Because he, listen, that, 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 that would be. Devontae right, Smith would kill that dude. Devontae Smith would kill that It would be a crime scene in Miami, Florida, <laughs> if you have that dude. <laughs> Checking Devontae Smith. Like, seriously, we, we can't. It's going to be all happen. levels of yellow tape. <laughs> right. Yellow tape going to be all around the field because he going to destroy that dude. Yeah. You know, Devontae is, is a monster. So you have to, you know, be fully prepared. And trust us, America, we're going to make sure that we get ourselves uh, together up. Uh, and, and, and prep ourselves for that game so that we can give you guys a full uh, understanding of what's going to go on. However, I don't know that Sean Wade has shown me enough 
to make me feel like he can win that uh one on one uh matchup. I don't I don't think oh, that he can. No. I don't think that he, he can win a matchup with on a guy who's number 17 for Clemson, Powell. Yep. You know, he pretty much ate him up today. And on top of hey. that, you know, I, I, I want to say this. Clemson did not play a bad game today. Mm-mm. Just Ohio State just played a lot better and made more plays and caused, we you know, were, turnovers. That's we turned out of the game because Clemson was moving the ball with no problem. We, we were where we needed to be when we needed to be there. Like in certain plays. Like there, we had about a, we had about a three or four possession uh situation where we really did our thing like we got them three and out like three or four uh possessions straight and that changed the momentum in terms of how we were going to score and then i'll tell you something else different we got into the red zone and we were still able to score so that was unlike exactly. last year where we were really struggling to score against them. Squandering opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I love the aggressiveness. Even when we got beat on some chunk plays, we, were, we got beat on quite a few, but they still were aggressive on defense to put pressure on uh, Trevor Lawrence, and it paid dividends. Yeah, for sure. So, so that's a memo, and I, and I hope Joe Woods, I hope you were watching that game today, to lead you to do the same thing against Pittsburgh on Sunday. Need you to be aggressive. Look, and I not let Mason Rudolph <laughs> sit back there and make bologna sandwiches in the pocket all day. I knew we somehow did. this was going to transfer into the Browns game. Yes. <laughs> I don't need y'all playing that cupcakes, cupcakes soft ass defense. I need some. Hey. I need some uh, some aggressiveness. So shout out to Cooper, um, Tyreek yep. Smith. Yep, who's uh went to my alma mater, shout out to Cleveland Heights High School Tigers. Also, number 47, Hilliard had a good game. Oh, Even Hilliard slow, played his ass off today. Even them slow-stiff linebackers in the middle had a good game. What's his name? Borland and uh, uh, Tug, Tug had a good game. Um, There were a couple guys that had really good games today. So, again, uh, shout-out to that. For the most part, they were hitting, man. They were bringing the wood today. Man, these dudes were so you know? physical. They were way yes, more physical than I'm used to seeing our defense being. And I gave, let's be real, I gave our defense a lot of uh, a grief in my uh, assessment of them because in my they mind, I'm like, I'm like y'all just haven't done it. Y'all haven't done anything to make me feel like y'all can do this on a regular basis. Today, these guys showed up. These guys showed up. So I'm glad that you said that they deserve because you get it. You understand. I'm not just, you know, un, un, uh, ceremoniously just trying to tear these dudes down. I understand because I'm an Ohio State fan. I love Ohio State. This is what I do. And these guys have not been uh, beyond the first maybe three games. Shoot, Indiana, we gave up almost 500 yards of offense. Right. So we talking about Indiana. We're not talking about Clemson. We're not talking about Alabama. These are teams that will compete for the national championship every year. Indiana's not competing for a national championship. You can't stop them. Exactly. So, so that was that was where my issues were, was with them. Um, uh, also, let me say this real quick. I got a you know a few little bumps from some uh, horrible uh, uh, team up north fans talking about oh you know it seems like whole whole state is quiet you know going into this game. I, I don't even first of all I can't even respond to you because we're trying to play for national championships. What y'all playing for? What was exactly. y'all What were y'all doing? Yeah, focus on your team. Focus on your they, coach. They're ex- extending one of the worst coaches in college right now, giving him an extended contract. <laughs> that's what they're over there doing. You know. Hey, hey, it works for us. Way to go. Way to go, y'all. You know what? We had a vote in that, too. We, we, they called us and asked us, right. would y'all like to see us? No, extend him, please, and thank you. Right. And, and they're, they're also plotting on kidnapping their governor. 
There's all types of off the wall shit going on up in Michigan. Bad water. Like that's know, a team. Up. That's a team that believes that somehow they're gonna beat Ohio State by acting like we got a coach that acts like Bo Schembechler. Right. What? Like, bro, why is this dude dressing up like Bo Schembechler every week? <laughs> why? You know what? First of all, we're giving them we're giving them too much attention. This is about Ohio, uh, an Ohio State big victory. And I won't say we it's a great day. It's a good oh, day. You're right. You're right. We're giving them too much credit. It's, it's a good day. Sure. Still got work to do. No, you know, we, we just don't play for, you know, uh, uh, playoff appearances. We play for national championships we here in the great state of Ohio. Right. So, so I'm going to say it's not a great day. It's a good day. You know, it's, it's just really one, one step closer um, to getting that national championship. So we not going to celebrate too hard, but we did want to come on. And uh, you know, and talk about this game, this big victory here. And uh we'll see. We will see what happens. When is it? The Monday after next, right? So of course it's not this Monday, yeah. but the following right. Monday. Right. It'll be in like in like a week and a half, I think. Something like that. I mean, it feels like a Saturday, man. I keep thinking tomorrow is Sunday morning. And, and it's only Saturday. Saturday. It's Friday. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm, I'm ready for this Browns game too, man. It's that's forever away, and I'm and I keep waiting for, you know, COVID to rear his ugly head. So I want to hurry up and get to this Sunday morning to get this game on, man. Listen, everybody has been affected by this COVID stuff, and it is it is really looking ugly. And you kind of hit on that. You 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 actually said it. You brought it up. You said, man, my issue ain't. But I ain't worried about Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm worried about COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly now, what you said. But you know what? But as I was uh, at the grocery store earlier today, you know, I kind of thought about. it. I said, look, I'm gonna focus on the positive, but not the negative. Negative is Denzel Ward. You know, Malcolm Smith, B.J. Goodson are out. But the positive thing is we got our whole receiving core back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, if we still can't beat Pittsburgh playing their second and third stringers and we have our full offense, the defense stinks anyway. Really, the defense, like really who's playing no defense at this point in time, as bad as that scheme is and as bad as that personnel is, it really don't matter who they throw out there at this point. What we need is our full complement of offense so we can outscore these people. Joe Woods, right now. my man my man just said it doesn't matter what the hell you do. It doesn't. No matter what, it, matter what personnel that you put out there, if you're going to keep running that 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 uh, that uh soft scheme they're running, you're not going to be aggressive at all. When the Browns show, what, what was the game that we were really aggressive? That The Tennessee game. I was going to say, that was like three weeks ago. Yeah, like the Tennessee game and I, I, and I want to say the Cincinnati games, even though Joe Burrow put up points, but we were getting in his face and forcing him to do things. Like, so like when you, you know, when you, you know, uh, have that controlled aggression, you know, you cause turnovers and you take, you know, and it kind of helps your defense a little bit. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, just going into this game now, I'm just like, I want to be on, stick to the positive stuff. Like we got our full offense, man. You got Hunt Chubb. Our receivers are back. Teller's back. That's huge to have Teller back because Nick Harris looked like a lost stepchild last week, and I really don't want to see him out there. Nick, Nick, and that dude. Look, Nick, Nick went back and showed the film, and that dude, that dude was just flat out awful. Nick looked awful, and I, I, I thought last week he looked decent. So my thoughts were coming into this, you know, in the, into the past uh, week that he would be okay. Man, he, I, I was like, wow, this dude was getting outplayed so bad. You know what? He's a rookie. That was his first time getting in. But when he had it coming on the fly, you don't have time to think. Sometimes you got to, you know, you jump right in there. So now being named the starter, he had all week to think about all the different ways that he was no, going to score. That's, you know that's, what? What, that's what you've been saying. But you've been saying that about, uh, you know, each individual having – to play their their spot or their role, it's easy to be the backup when nobody's ready for you. 
But when you right. got an entire week to think about it, and when you got an entire week to try to be, you know, uh, 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 the new guy on the block, it does change everything. Now, when he right. came in in the middle of the, of the game uh, a week ago, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. And nobody knew what to do with him. But when they sent up, you know, a whole week's worth of, yeah, we're going to prepare for this guy. Right. So now they're scheming for this guy. They're scheming for Nick Harris at this point. They, I mean, I watched the guy, I watched this dude flat out ghost his man twice. Exactly. He was, he couldn't even put his hands on. That's how bad he was. You know, in his uh, ability to stop the guy getting to to uh, to Baker or whatever. So, you know, if you can't if you can't put hands on guys and if you can't make sure that guys understand that you know I'm not allowing you to get to my guy. Yeah, it's gonna it's 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 gonna have an effect. So, you know, I think as we go forward, of course. You know, we, we, we got this Ohio State win, but we also are concerned about the Browns as we move forward. Um, you know, but I think at the end of the day, we let that be what it's gonna be. We don't wanna we don't wanna we don't wanna overplay this hand. Right. So we wanna we wanna kinda keep this on the on the Browns, excuse me, on the Ohio State tip. And let me tell you guys something. Sean has been way more specific on certain things. And I have to give him, I have to tip my cap to him on that because he's been way more specific. But what's happening right now in Ohio State or within Ohio State, Sean kind of called this. He, he understood that these guys knew what they needed to do to be where they are. There's a reason that we are where we are. He called us the other day. He said, when we when we picked who was going to win this game, I was the only one that picked that they were. Sean said, no, nah, I think these guys are going to do X, Y, Z. And actually, the X, Y, Z is why we won. Now, we didn't see them playing as hard. I'm going to be honest right. with you. Neither one of us saw them playing this hard. Right. And I thought the game would be a lot closer. What did I say? 45 to 42? Right. Right. Something like that. So we just kind of thought you 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 thought it was gonna be a shootout, which was fine. That's fair. Because we do have an offense. Our problem is our defense. And that's where I was at. The exact and same then usually too, usually when Ohio State is an underdog and everybody's picking against them and they don't have a chance, they usually show up. It's when you know, everybody's consensus yeah, on Ohio State. It's where we should blow your ass out. Right. And then we're oh, going to just play. and lay a complete egg. So, you know, what's the, what's the final score? 49-28? Yeah, 49-28. Yeah. Um, 21-point victory, man. I think, uh, this, you know, once again, it Trey was Sermon complete. In Trey Sermon in two games got 524 yards. Yeah, I see that now, man. That is insane. That is completely That's crazy. insane. And and this is this is running back university right here. We talking about we talking about uh Eddie George. We talking about you know uh Ezekiel Elliott. Archie Griffin to we talking about Archie Griffin. I mean, come on, man. We ain't talking about no punk great running backs. We ain't talking about Look, JK was a beast. JK Dobbins, right? We talking about a dude that ain't never dudes that ain't never did that kind of stuff. And Trey Sermon is doing that right now. At the best time possible. At the at the right time. At the absolute right time, bro. At the right time, man. At the Everything right is about is about timing, and the offense is clicking at the right time. So, 
It's going to be a tough, man. Alabama, that's going to be a tough, tough, that's a tough, tough game. matchup, man, because Alabama looks really – this might be – even think when they had the two Alabama team that they've had. As far as offensively is concerned. Yeah, I think this might the be playmakers, the Yeah, the playmakers that they have. Yeah, this mm-hmm. definitely might be the best Alabama team, man. Like, and I think they've kind of gone under the radar a little bit just because of the way that the season played out with COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying that they're they're being overlooked. They're not being overlooked at all, but but you know what no. I'm saying. Like, I'm yeah, saying, I no, I got you. So I got. You. I agree. I think that this team is uh, the Alabama team is kind of. Like we could give them accolades, but the truth is, if we gave them accolades, we probably are still underplaying it. That's how good they are uh, offensively. They're really good. That's right. just, this is a really good team. So you know, uh, hopefully, O State is is uh, ready to play. Uh, going up. I am a little concerned about Justin Fields' health because I know. Now they said he didn't get, he didn't get an X ray at halftime. But I'm sure he'll get he one, you know, one tomorrow. Because he didn't want to find yeah. out. Because you know right. what's going to happen. If they find out that there's a fracture or there's a crack or there's a an issue, that's it, right? Because they're not going to send him back out there that way. Exactly. So he didn't want to find that you know, out. He played dumb. Like, well, we didn't know until, you know, after yeah. the game he was hurt. But I know that all that's going to stiffen up, you know, starting tomorrow. Like, that dude ain't going to be able to move out the bed come tomorrow. Hell no. That shot, that shot he took, that was a hell of a shot. Right. That was We're going to need Justin Fields at least at 90% going in Alabama. We can't have him out there compromised. Boy, you know. If he could throw, if he could throw like I, like I just saw him throw for no reason, shit, we good. Right. I just need him. Sorry, to, he was struggling a little bit. You know, when they were lifting the trophy today, you know, he could, you could see that he really couldn't extend. So, yeah, you know, so hopefully, man, he got a week and a half hey, or so. I need them. Need I need them to call break. in. Uh, I need them to call Mr. Miyagi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, call in Mr. Miyagi. Call in. Uh, Mr. Bentley from the Jefferson one. Yeah, so somebody need to walk on his side <laughs> or his back. <laughs> right. Get him in there. He needs some treatment. Uh <laughs> he needs some treatment. <laughs> <laughs> you need some treatment, baby. You need to get that that side together. Get you together, baby. We need you to get together, baby. Right. We trying to win this championships. Right. So, did you watch any other games today, man? I watched uh, Cincinnati completely choke and blow that game against Georgia. I was like, "Come on, Cincinnati!" Listen, I thought Cincinnati was going to win that game. <laughs> I mean, like, and as soon as that dude fumbled in the third quarter and Georgia got the ball back in their territory, like, oh, that's ball game. The whole momentum was going to shift, and Cincinnati couldn't do a thing after that. Fickle, not a thing. I like Fickle. I like Luke Fickle, man. I think I think that Cincinnati's in good hands. The, the the issue was, like you said, and I I felt the same way. Like we we all knew what was going to happen in that game. As soon as y'all fumbled and y'all missed your opportunity, we all felt the same the same exact thing. Like ah, you not winning this game. No. You know, and, and we all understood that. Um, but I watched and that their defense game. still held up. Their defense played okay. They were holding they were, them, man. Listen, they were holding them to field goals listen, in that second half. They started out the game like a team that was trying to win. They right. didn't they didn't like show up like oh 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 we're gonna make this game. Like we literally everybody was all looking around like damn these dudes came to play. And they did. They came to play. So I, I don't I don't hold that against uh Luke Fickle. But I think ultimately it it did eventually come back to bite him in the ass. Uh uh Luke Fickle, because it just wasn't a, a a complete 
it wasn't a complete game plan. And you saw that, like you said, like, you know, once they fumbled and couldn't figure out how to get the ball back, they couldn't stop those guys. They went, uh, Georgia went down and scored. That was it. Like, that was it. That was it, it. And you knew it yep. just like I knew. It. Yep. And, that was you it. know, so be it. Because I kind of wanted Cincinnati to really win that game just for the fact that maybe you can start the conversation, maybe expanding the playoffs. So you can at least let, at least yep. let one power five conference member in just to see. If they get wiped out, so be it. But at least give those guys a shot. Yeah, they're playing lesser talent, but they're not in the bum conference. You know what I'm saying? Cincinnati is not in a conference full of bums. There's some decent competition there. So they should at least, you know, and I think they played, I want to say Cincinnati beat like two ACC schools out of conference games, something like that. They, I think they beat a couple. Uh, I think they beat Kentucky. Something like that, yeah. So, SEC squad. right. At least give one of those teams a shot to see what they can do. And who knows? I mean, they do it in basketball. Yeah. You know. No, I'm down with that. That's a different I, game. I ain't you know, missed different it, different but, game in different circumstances. But, but give give one of the, one of the, you know, one of those teams a shot and see what happens. I remember that one year. I remember Boise shocked everybody and beat Oklahoma in the bowl one year. You know that game was the dumbest game I ever saw in my life, man. It was. It was. Saw, it just all the place. Place. Saw people just randomly proposing to their girlfriends. <laughs> 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 like what? What's happening right now? <laughs> right. And speaking of Boise State, their coach just took the job at Auburn. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think he's gonna be okay. Um, I'm not sure if he's gonna be able to deal with the SEC, but I think he's gonna be okay. Like that's, a, yeah, that's a he's lot. gonna have to learn the thing that you know he he gonna gonna have to in Alabama. You know, I, I lived in Alabama for years. He's gonna have to learn how to goddamn uh, uh recruitment. That's what I'm saying. Like Crimson Tide is top dog. So not only are they getting everybody from Alabama, they're getting everybody from Florida, Texas, you know, wherever. Mississippi. So Auburn is going to have to from learn. Around. Really, the SEC is going to have to learn to recruit outside of the South. True. I think the only SEC school that I can think of that was really recruiting heavy outside of the South was like Florida. I remember like Florida even like used to have some like Ohio kids yeah. on their squad, you know, from time to time. Yeah. They got to branch out because you got to be able to pull from a different pool of, yeah. of player if you're going to complete compete with Alabama on an annual basis. Now, Auburn does have a good program. I mean, normally they they're pretty competitive, but they have like like these slides where they're down for like two or three about years. three four years. Yeah, right. Before they you know reemerge and you know give Alabama yeah. hell. So they got to learn how to get outside their comfort zone and, and recruit. Yeah, other parts they of the have to, there's talent everywhere. Well, number one, they do have to get that in-state talent because Alabama has a lot of in-state talent. But I agree on those fringe um, recruitments. You got to get the Mississippi boys. You got to get the Tennessee guys. Right. You got Georgia is hurting the, the Georgia. Alabama you know, Georgia is getting a lot of those guys too, man. That's, that's a tough yeah, one. You got to get those guys. Like, you got to start to pitch uh, as uh, that guy, as that um, that coach, that new coach in Auburn. You got to be able to pinch into uh, South Carolina. You got to be able to pinch into, you know, those other areas that you don't normally pinch into. Now the question is, a guy who came from Boise, I don't know where he, uh, you know, originated from from day one, but can he pull that off? And can he right. consistently pull that off? You know, if yeah. you can't, if you can't, the one thing about Ohio State, we always got guys from Florida. We have always had guys from. Texas. We've always had guys from Alabama. Like we got guys from everywhere coming to Ohio State. So we're and, and and Sean and I understand this. 
there ain't shit in Columbus, by the way. I ain't trying to, and you know, like mess up the the recruitment thing, but there's nothing in Columbus. So, for these guys, for John Cooper, for Urban Meyer, for uh, the sweater vest, to get guys from Southern Florida, uh, from Georgia, to come from Texas, to come to Columbus, Ohio, to play football, and there's nothing. They ain't selling you shit. (laughs) Listen, I'm from Cleveland, and I've been to Columbus multiple times in my life. There's nothing in Columbus. But to get you to come to Columbus from a spot that might have way more going on, and then they're going to get you to come to Columbus, that's a hell of a recruitment thing. Like that says something about that individual who gets you you guys to come there. And we've had that. We've had shit. We we've had guys from New Jersey who grew up right outside of the uh, the, the outskirts of of New York. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is from New Jersey, right? <laughs> and he came to Columbus to play football. I think Justin Fields is from New Jersey too. Although we didn't, no, he's from Georgia. Justin Fields is from Georgia. Is he from Georgia? Okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, you got Justin Fields from Georgia. You have guys that came from Florida and and, and Texas, and I mean, these guys have big opportunities to go, and they can go wherever they want. The question is, how do we? the team get these guys to want to be where they are. I mean, it's just so, the, so, the exposure that you're going to get, you know, being with Ohio State. That's the and, thing. and, you know, and now Ohio State went from being like uh, the squad that just got a lot of talent. Like, you know, if you go back a few years ago, we couldn't even get guys in a league that could just go right out being a wide receivers all of a sudden we become wide receiver you like guys like think about some years ago where you had guys like uh ted again who really was right. just a straight line runner he wasn't no route runner he wasn't really a hands guy he was just i'm going out fast you and imagine like almost less than 10 years later you got a guy like Mike Thomas who can yeah. catch every every pass he's throwing and can run every route you want him to run. Become a premier receiver. You got Terry McLaurin who's doing well in, in Washington without bro, a quarterback pretty much. Bro, that's it. Like we've learned, like we're developing. We're not just DBU. We're starting to develop wide receivers too. So that's what I mean when I'm a guy from Florida who is a 4-3 guy and I want to play wide receiver. You want to go somewhere where they can develop you and get you those number one spots and uh, that first uh, uh, hot-ass contract. That's what you want. Right. So I think Ohio State is that team. I think we can be that team. And I think we'll continue to be that team as long as we uh, continue to manufacture those things uh, the way that we've been doing. So first of all, I just want to, you know, continue to, to, to shout out old state, you know, thank you guys for proving me wrong uh, from the players. From the <laughs> but coaches. I understood, you know what? I understood why you picked the way you did, you know, I mean, cause the majority of the country did it the way the defense was playing. Um, you know, you didn't have any any faith in them. I just thought the reason why I picked Ohio State was just for the fact that Dabble was talking so much trash. Everybody was against us. We, we were going to have a shot at it. Plus, that normally Ohio State, that's when they sometimes write their best when the chips are stacked against them, man. So, well, look, I hate Dabble Sweeney, and I'm glad that my team proved me wrong. I'm going to sleep well knowing that I'm going to sleep like shit tonight. <laughs> hey, listen. Real well, I said this a couple weeks ago. I really think that 
Dabo's big issue was he knew he couldn't beat us because he only got saved by the by the referees jobbing us last year. You know, if if the refs called the game the right way, that you know, it's it's a few plays. We think we wouldn't have, it wouldn't even have been close if the referees called the game the right way. So I think Dabo, you know, lived off of that. Yeah, they ended up getting they had their asses handed to them by LSU. But it should have been us there anyway. We should have beat them uh, in that game last year, and we should have played LSU. But that's okay. Here we are. We that's beat them. The pass can't pass is pass. You know, we got our get back. We got our revenge. And, yeah. you know, that's all that matters at this point, man. You know, big, big victory. Good night, man. So I'm, I'm, I am definitely pleased at the performance. I didn't see that performance coming. Not that crisp, not that no. cohesive. At performance, even though I picked him to win, I did not see that coming. So these guys um, play hard as hell. Like I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen them play that hard. And like I said earlier, like a complete game from the defense, the offense, the special teams. These guys right. were completely and totally engaged from the first moment, and that's dope, and that's awesome. Yeah, and that's what we need. Determination from the opening kickoff, man. But let's just go ahead and give out, you know, game balls. I'm gonna give out three. So uh, my first game ball, actually, I'm gonna give out four. I need to give out four game balls today. So I'm gonna give my first game ball to Trace Turner for just playing a hell of a game that he played. Second one is going to Justin Fields. Played another great game. Played a tough game. Showed me something today, man. Showed me a lot of heart. Um, my third game ball is going to um, Tyreek Smith. And then my fourth one is going to the other defensive end on the other side, Cooper. So those are my four game balls for today. I'm giving out three. Uh, you hit on at least two of, of, of mine. Uh, Justin Fields, of course, that's the first one I'm going to give out. Justin played a great game, man. You know, and he's had He's had a tough couple of weeks. I've been hard on him. Um, but the one thing about our show, man, we are fairly hard. I know y'all like, what does that mean? We are hard in a fair sense. We're not just hard because we want to be hard. We actually judge a guy based on what we think this guy should be capable of pulling off. And Justin has had a few weeks where he didn't really play that great, and I was hard on him during those weeks. But uh, you know, including last week against uh, Northwestern, he didn't look great. But I didn't put all of that on Justin. I put some of that on Ryan Day. Again, go back and listen to my assessment of what I thought this game was going to be. There was a reason why I felt like we weren't going to be able to pull this off. Right. Today. Justin was capable of pulling off all the throws, every throw. He looked awesome doing it. Um, and so I give Justin Fields a, a game ball. I also give uh, Trey Sermon another game ball. And I say another because I gave him a game ball for last week's performance. Uh, this dude has, uh, and I text you this, y'all, he's starting to look very comfortable. He's starting to look like, oh, yeah, this is what I do kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it looks good. That's a good look. The off, You know, the offensive line is starting to open up those holes and making uh, a difference to allow his uh, presence to be felt on every game these last couple right. of games. So, again, uh, that's a, ball, a game ball for Trey Sermon. And my last game ball moment. My next game ball uh, is for the defense. I lambasted this defense. I thought we'd lose this game because of the defense. This defense decided to show me something today. They played hard. They played fast. They got to the ball. Like, they were rallying. I mean, God dang. These dudes played some of the best football I've seen. And, again, it goes – Right back to what I said. Finally, we played a complete game. Today, today, 
in beating Clemson, we played a complete game, and we're going to need another complete game to beat Alabama, and we'll get into that uh, in our midweek show. We'll need more, more in, in a complete game. We'll need a little divine intervention as well. You know, but <laughs> well, you know, like you said, you got, look, look, when you got Jesus's nephew with a headset on and you know, playing for Alabama, <laughs> uh, you know, we we definitely gonna need all the help we can get. Uh, well, like I said, we'll discuss that on our on our Wednesday midweek show, man. We'll go ahead and give our preview and in depth analysis on the national championship game. That's a good. It's good hearing that come out of my mouth. You know, Ohio State playing for the national championship. National championships. So, y'all, uh, BUM, you bum ass fans, that team up north, y'all want to try to talk a little bit of nonsense to us tonight. We're trying to play for national championships. We don't have time. When's the last time Michigan played for a national championship? I don't know. Was it like 2001? Didn't they like tie? Like the last Listen. time they actually won one, they tied with somebody else. They were like co-champs. They tied with like Colorado or some, something, something like that. Something yeah, something, some, some trash. Something, something weak. Right. Something weak because that's what y'all are. Y'all weak. But now today, y'all want to try to come after us. Even they color. But what, 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 what they blew on maze with that crayon that you ain't know what it was. That old uh, it's corn. In the box. It's corn. Okay. That's, look, it's corn corny. Color. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? You be that one crayon you pull out like maize. Like, the hell is maize? Like, who who uses this? Right. Like, this ain't even the yellow that I wanted. Like, as you're coloring, <laughs> like, you say to yourself, like, yeah, I'm going to use this. And then you start coloring. You're like, why am I using <laughs> it? <laughs> oh, maize yeah. and blue. It's more, it's more like urine blue. F Michigan. Uh, and that'll always be my stance. I don't give a damn what's happening. You know, uh, listen, I, if I if I ever kill anybody and they'd be like, well, what happened? F Michigan. That's it. <laughs> that's, that, <laughs> that's my stance. F Michigan. I don't care about Michigan. We do not. Did y'all see my background like three, four weeks ago? I think it's not something give a damn about to, the whole state of Michigan. We don't give a damn about the entire state of Michigan. We don't care about what y'all think. That don't includes, care about that, that includes a little upper part that's not even hooked on to y'all state. We, <laughs> we talking about that part too. Like the whole thing. Ypsilanti, Ypsilanti and all y'all, we don't care about y'all neither. You know that part that don't nobody go to? <laughs> Don't nobody care about y'all, damn Michigans. Don't nobody care about y'all. So, while y'all are what 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 state record three and five? Of course, say sound about Harbaugh being the. Oh man, no, man. he's on on there trolling again like he always does. I don't pay for it, bro. Bro, Corey uh, Hill, man, stop it. I know you was coming at me, but I was coming at you too. So we kind of was going back and forth. That's <laughs> why I, I, had to you, like, I knew he was mad at me. <laughs> but Corey Hill, your team stinks uh, balls and cocks. Uh, they sound they they smell like the underside of a ball sack. So uh, we about to go on and play for a national title. I don't know what your good coach is coaching for right now. Uh, I think y'all three and five or some something close to that. So y'all figure y'all life out. Stop talking about Ohio State because we trying to win championships. Exactly. Thanks. Thanks. So that's it for us tonight. We gonna yes, go sir. ahead and sign off. We gonna we gonna we gonna sign off on that note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. So hopefully. But, uh, the next time we talk to you guys, the Browns would have clinched the playoff spot. Um, if not, it'll be a very morbid oh. show. Um, as a matter of fact, they, they may need to call, you know, do a wellness check on me that day because I'll be very, I'll be distraught. But I'm staying positive. Listen to me. Listen to me. Our Sunday night show may go on if we do not make the playoffs. We we I don't know what our Sunday show is going to look like. I don't know if it's going to happen. No, but we're not going there. We're, we're I, you know I, what? We're I, not going saying, there. 
I'm it's going to be real. in the playoffs come our Sunday night show. My thing is we need to get into these playoffs, and my my status has been the same from day one. Let's just win. I don't care about all of the fighting game issues. Let's just win this game. I understand that we've had some issues with the COVID. I understand that we're kind of going to end up being shorthanded. But this is a team that's not going to even put their full team in front of us. We have to figure out a way to win. I don't want to hear exactly. it. No matter what. I don't want to see it. I don't want to try to play with it. The Browns have to figure out a way to win this game. Kevin Stefanski has to stop being a jackass. The same way I just talked about Brian Day. It's the same way I talk about this dude. You got you to gotta figure it. Listen, I, I got full faith in the guy. I think he's a good coach, and I think he is the coach for us. He has to, at some point, though, you know, kind of break it comes down to, man, he has to show us that he's a leader of men. Yeah. And then Baker has to show us that he's a leader that he's supposed to be. Yeah. Just get the damn job done. Just get it done, man. Just get it done, bro. Just get it done, bro. And and I'm going to tell you something, man. Sean and I have done this for too long. We've seen seen the Browns be 12 and 4. We've seen the Browns be 11 and 5. We've uh, seen Bernie Kozar with a rubber band on his finger in the AFC Championship game. We, <laughs> you know, we've squeezed into the playoffs by barely beating Houston. Like we watched this entire thing over and over and over and over again. We've seen it before. So there was always one thing that held prevalent during those times when the freaking game, right? You win the game. Because even in the playoffs, ain't, once you get into the playoffs, you know what? You don't have no help at that point. You got to win the game. Right, exactly. You got to win exactly. the game. So win the game. And we've watched our teams and not necessarily win games or come close to winning games. And we've watched our team win games, too. We wouldn't have been in the AFC Championship games if we didn't have a way to win a game. So all I'm saying is, Browns, please, Jesus, if if, if 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 Jesus has any play in being uh, a football guy, and I'm not trying to blaspheme people, I'm not, because trust me, I'm a Christian, so I'm not trying to blaspheme at all. But I also know that I can't ask Jesus Christ to cover this game. <laughs> <laughs> However, if we know anything about the the, the the football gods, man, we got a tough road in front of us. We just got to figure our way through this game, and we got to win this game. And that's it, and that's all. We got to win this game. And if we win this game, we'll get into the playoffs. I'll guarantee that. If we beat the Steelers, we will be in the playoffs. And maybe we'll play the Buffalo Bills. Maybe we'll play the damn uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Right. But let's just win this game. Okay? Okay. So, having said all of that, I want to get out of here. I don't want to make this into a whole another three-hour show. Uh, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to allow Sean to relax and enjoy uh, an Ohio State victory, just like I want to get out of here and enjoy an Ohio State victory. Uh, we won this game. Ryan Day, uh, sir, shout out to you. Shout out to that coaching staff. Shout out to that team. Everybody played well. Um, Dabble, sweetie, kiss my ass. Um, And let's get prepared this weekend for Browns v. Steelers. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to bid everybody a good night. You know, have a safe rest of your weekend. And uh, we'll see you guys Sunday night. Again, Happy New Year, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Happy New Year to everybody. My fault. Happy New Year to you and your family and everybody else out there. Thank you. But, uh, you know, let's just keep it moving. Uh, we want to we wanna have a great sports year, and I think we will. So I think this is we're off to, the, to a good start. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate you. See you all Sunday uh, after the Browns clinch this playoff uh, victory. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Peace out.
You've just listened to Two Guys in the Mic with Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Tune in to us on Sunday after the NFL games for our next podcast. Until then, peace.